Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Taking a look at the issues surrounding the health and well-being of our LGBTIQ communities, this is Well, 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 brought to you every week by Thorn Harbour Health. Here on Well, 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 we delve into the issues impacting and surrounding the health and well-being of our gender, sex and sexually diverse communities. Coming to you from the Victorian Pride Centre studios on Boonwurrung land, I'm your host, Jack Ranjana, and joined in studio this week by Michael Whelan. You say my surname like like Siri does. Whelan? Whelan. <laughs> yeah, that's how, that's how Siri <laughs> says my last name. Cool and normal. <laughs> hey, Ben. I'm great. How are you? I'm it's it's been good. a while since I've been physically in the studio to record a program so i'm i'm thrilled i'm sliving i'm really happy to be here yeah big sleigh big sleigh (laughs) and we certainly will be doing plenty of that Mm -hmm. uh on the show this episode uh tell me a little bit about uh pacific x which i pronounce as pacific because it's got qe on the end uh, and um px fano yeah uh so in uh in a little bit we'll also be chatting with um tony fretton who is the founder Uh, of Pacific X, which is a community group that supports and celebrates queer Pacifica communities. Um, The Pacific X team have also launched a podcast, which we stand. We love that here at at Joy 94.9. So they've launched uh, PX Fano, which is a podcast in um, collaboration and produced by um, 3CR, Mm. uh, which is about supporting mental health, wellness um, throughout COVID-19. It's been in in, in the works for about 12 months. Um, It's going to be a limited 16-part series um, that we're going to be chatting with Tony about, um, mostly centred around the experiences of Pacifica communities and uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Um, so everything from uh, mental health to sex work to food and culture. So we're going to be having a bit of a chat with um, Tony Fretton, who is a uh, queer Samoan based in Nam here in Melbourne, um, to kind of unpack that a little bit because, you know... We, we love our multicultural queer communities. Yes. They have a podcast. We have a podcast. We thought, you know... Let's collaborate. Let's, let's do a thing. 100%. Um, if you have any suggestions for uh, questions or topics uh, that you'd like to see us kind of dive into on the show, send us an email, wellwellwell at joy.org.au, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but yeah, let's get straight into the show this week. You're getting well, well, well with the team from Thorn Harbour Health. PX Fano is a Pacifica LGBTIQA plus podcast created during the COVID-19 pandemic as a voice for queer Pacifica communities, informing and promoting good health and keeping our rainbow Fano safe during COVID. Uh, the show is presented by uh, the Pacific X Collective on Wurundjeri land at the studios at 3CR in Fitzroy, Nam, Melbourne, uh, and is funded by the Victorian Government Multicultural Communications Outreach Programme. We have some of the fantastic podcast hosts and presenters, Tony and Sarah, um, joining us here on the program. Talofa Lava, welcome to Well, Well, Well. Talofa, woohoo, it's good to be here. <laughs> Talofa. Talofa, sorry, my pronunciation is terrible. Your pronunciation is good, Michael, it's good. Um, firstly, welcome to the show. Um, now, we are, of course, talking about our Pacifica communities. Before we get into the nitty gritty and unpack some issues, I just wanted to kind of, for our 
non-Pacifica related mm. folk. What, who are we talking about when we talk about our Pacifica communities? Well, we're talking about, so across the Pacific, uh, the Pacific Islands, it's made up of three sort of uh, groups, you'd, you'd say. So we've got our Polynesian, our Melanesian, and our Micronesian uh, communities and islands. Now, uh, Polynesians, uh, you'd find yourself with the New Zealanders, Māori, uh, Samoan, and Tongan. Uh, some of the Melanesian countries would be Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, um, and uh, some South Sea Islanders are sort of connected. Uh, and then you've got our, uh, what's the last one? Micronesians, which is your Tahiti, your Cook Islands, uh, and French Polynesia. Yeah, nice. Um, now, I'll jump to you first, maybe, uh, Tony, and then I'll um, jump to you, Sarah. Tell us a little bit about yourself and, I guess, what makes up either, either Pacific X or the uh, kind of the podcast team. Yeah, absolutely. So, the our, what makes up Pacific X is we're, we're pretty much a collective of Pacific Island LGBTQIA plus people uh, based here in Melbourne, in Nam, And we've been doing a lot of, I guess, random different projects that whoever's interested in something, let's do this. Let's do an art exhibition. Let's do a radio program let's do a story writing uh, uh, program or let's just tell Anoa and keep in contact throughout COVID so for us it's more of a social group at the moment but uh, we're looking at some really great things um, coming up um, and for me I think uh, it's important for me because we need that sort of sense of community uh, that's sort of separate and sort of away from the wider LGBTQIA plus uh, community yeah Sarah, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, yeah, I'm a proud Samoan lesbian woman. <laughs> yes, get um, it. And yeah, I just, um, I know with Pacific X, um, I've been with them now for, I think, three years. Um, and yeah, now privileged to be on the board as part of um, the leadership group. And yes, and I just feel like Pacific X has been a voice um, to a lot of our Pacific Islanders, um, families who can't really connect with other um, communities because they feel like what they're going through is totally different. Mm. Um, so it's really nice to know that there is a community known as Pacific X that can actually reach out and hence why the radio station that, or the podcast that we, that we have running um, is just another avenue for us to reach out. That's the professional in the room. Sorry about that. <laughs> Popular. <laughs> That's just my partner. He can wait until later. <laughs> sorry, Sarah. No, no. Yep. No, that's basically it. Okay. Yeah, so. I, I guess how did – you're talking about connecting the community, um, especially through, you know, COVID times, right? Mm. PX Fano obviously came from Pacific X. How did that begin, I guess? It, it, it came out of, I guess, our need for storytelling and storytelling mm. from our own uh, sort of, yeah, from our own voice. And uh, we'd actually pitched to have a radio program, a radio show. Um, and in development of that, they said, look, let's get you into, let's do training, which I think is so important. And I know the, the Joy FM does the, that's those type mm. of programs as well. Um, and I think for every single community or communities in general, being able to tell your story or, or, or tell tell your experiences from, from yourself without other people doing it for you is so so important and so when we pitched for that they said look what, look we've got this funding available for you or this project and we went for it and we got approved so we were like okay great let's give it a shot was there much around um in the space prior because i know that um i don't know if it's ne if it necessarily falls into the same sort of community programming but i know 3cr does a lot of indigenous yes. programming obviously 3 Z does a lot of ethnic programs was yeah. there much uh, along those lines before uh px Fano came along 
We're the first. So we're, we're the, the first, first. Right. Uh, sort of yep. LGBTQIA plus group for Pacific Islanders in history, in Australian history. Wow. There have been Pacific Islanders who've gone on radio from the queer community mm-hmm. um, and, and, you know, being guests and that sort of thing. But we're the first ones trained up and, 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 and telling our stories. Yeah. Fantastic. So exciting. Absolutely. Um, I was asking before about what kind of communities and cultures make up um, the kind of broad term of Pacific. And it is a kind of a wide, mm, massive yeah, um, diaspora of, of, of countries and cultures. Um, is there much, uh, is there a lot of commonality across different cultures, say from you know, Fiji to Tahiti to, to Maori cultures um, in terms of gender identity, sexuality across kind of the LGBTIQA plus spectrum? Um, well, for me personally, I feel like, yeah, there is that um, connection because a lot of us is sort of like it's based around community, um, whereas in the Western society, it's all about individualistic. Mm. Um, and so with us all banding together, we I feel like a lot of the stories can be similar, um, stories and experiences. So, yeah, so that's what I feel. Yeah, and adding uh, adding on to that, um, we we're similar in in I guess cultural and how we approach people and in person. But every island does have sort of different nuances in terms of some are more religious than others, and some are more way way more Christian than other sort of islands. Um, and so th- there's there's always that too, which plays into it. And I, I for many multicultural communities, that's the case. Yeah, um, and kind of COVID for the for the topic of the podcast, COVID is kind of like the topic that kind of weaves itself throughout mm. the podcast obviously was kind of born during pandemic times um how did the COVID-19 pandemic affect Pacifica communities either here in Australia or kind of broadly in kind of people's home countries was it felt more broadly I'm kind of thinking about you know they're very tourism oriented countries was there a lot of um impact has to be was the impact yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I feel like I'm answering all the questions. So. <laughs> no, no. Um, in a broad structure, I think for us, because we were more like we were very face to face sort mm. of community in general, a lot of things in terms of community wise, there was a lot of um, separation from being able to travel back and forth. And that was a thing that had, had always happened, mm-hmm. um, especially just in New Zealand. I mean, uh, remove like re- going to the islands, which it's for a lot of people, that's a holiday. But a lot of our diaspora communities sort of based out in New Zealand, having that disconnected mm. was a big thing as well but um, in terms of day-to-day life again around churches were disconnected around fundraising events for community were, were disconnected and even just things like access to, to food and to um, your daily shopping and things like that which was disconnected and a lot of our sort of culture sort of based around food as well and yeah. so little things like that but again just like everyone we had to find different ways to say how do we how do we continue life like this and um, I think we did pretty well I mm. think I mean we're from Melbourne so I mean come on we're like professional at this right now plus I feel that um, us having a voice on the radio for our Pacifica communities it's um, because there's a lot of resources and information that they wouldn't be aware of or know how to tap into Mm. um, and to for them to listen and relate to the voices that are coming through um, and us being Pacific Islanders um, yeah I just feel that that was the other way of us reaching Mm. out and actually saying, you know, there are other resources and some some of us have had experiences or even some of our guests were able to share their experiences. So Yeah. And when that voice comes internally from within yeah. community, like in there was an episode you were talking about, you know, myth busting COVID nineteen yes. vaccine. Rapid fire. Rapid yes. rapid fire. <laughs> false, 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 falsehoods. Um, yeah, incredibly impactful to kind of hear that from within community to, you know, trusted mm. community voices yep. to kind of 
um, deliver that messaging. Um, now, you've obviously both done a little bit of podcast work in, in producing this podcast. Had either of you done any radio or podcast work before or...? Um, oh, well, for me, no. no. So, it was all very new. Um, the training was great, though. I was um, going to say, we, we obviously offer a training package here at, at Join 94.9 mm. to yeah. train up new podcasters. What was the what was the training experience like? Um, yeah, well, 3CR, like um, our two trainers were Michaeli and Ayan, um, and they were just very informative. But then at the same time, um, they were able to sort of like guide us through because when I feel like for myself i'm very i I can't read off a off a sheet and just that's how my training would go Mm. about i'm very Mm. visual i Mm. have to touch things i have to look at things and watch it all happen and um yeah so a lot of it was that um with 3cr yeah i'd done some podcasting before and i think for me like they had like time limits and i was like oh i want to keep talking and talking (laughs) and talking and then they're like oh you've got to do it because they're they're really short episodes Mm -hmm. um and i was like i want to keep on talking but they're like no you've got to restrict yourself and i'm like oh this is not good i want an episode to be five hours like come on yeah (laughs) like (laughs) it does especially when you're doing a program that is you know live to air and you're working within those time constraints if it's just you and your besties making a podcast you can talk for as long as you want um so it really does uh, allow you a space to kind of self-edit and yeah. okay what do i need to squeeze into this yeah. five minutes yeah. well i mean the episodes are that, that are out at the moment because I, I believe on some of the podcast pages it's like there's you know planned to be 16 episodes i've, I've seen there's a number out i, I guess where is px Fano at the program now um as far as is there going to like is it done in that sense or is there more coming or you know what, what could that have look you caught like the podcasting track? bug now <laughs> yeah well we've actually already put together a proposal uh, for 3CR. Um, The team have all discussed it, um, the application process. And yeah, we just want to introduce it to them and say, you know, we would love to take some sort of space. And then also broaden the conversation so it's not, at the moment we are sort of restricted with Mm. just COVID, Mm. but I know that there are a lot more topics that we could talk about Mm. um, that you probably wouldn't really hear on radio or through a Pacific Islander voice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And there's always plenty of opportunities to be able to reach out to any number of cultural communities, yeah. events, any absolutely. any of that kind of stuff, right? Especially if you're talking about, um, like you said, more than five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe not quite five hours, maybe not quite that long, <laughs> yeah. but... <laughs> but, you know, I mean, to, for us, I mean, for me, I want to encourage other multicultural communities to be doing things. It's like, okay, well, Pacific X did it, but why can't the South Asian mm, community do it? Why exactly. can't the do it? Like, we've done it. Like, come, let's do it. Let's share our stories. Yeah. And I think I'm excited for that part. Yeah. yeah. If, if you were speaking out to, and you are now, to yeah. other communities <laughs> that have thought about doing kind of something in a similar space representing their community, what kind of advice would you like to share to, to people wanting to get started? Uh, for me, I think... Um, you know, they, we're, we're very slow at doing things. <laughs> it's like we need a nudge. Um, so, yeah, I'd just encourage them to just take, take that leap, you know, take that step forward mm. um, and ask all the questions. You know, no questions are dumb questions. Um, and, yeah, and to know that there is a lot of support out there um, and just tapping in and connecting with um, all your other communities that are around you. Because you, at the end of the day, everyone wants to help each other. Mm. Um, and be there for each other and help everyone have a voice um, in what we're doing. Yeah. 
uh, my advice is just uh, just like yours, following what Sarah had said. But it's it's the importance around being able to tell your stories and being able to tell it from um, from an authentic place. And I think for me, when we look at just having something in the archive that we were here, you know, mm-hmm. like these podcasts and things can last long. When we look at some of our Pacific queer history, we've been around, but there hasn't been a lot of things documented. Mm-hmm. And so for me, mm-hmm. it's like let's document this. I mean, we're only here for a short period of time, but we want our younger people coming through to say hey look there were a bunch of queer people doing things <laughs> in that because look this is the evidence um, and i want to be i want to be i'm excited for that part yeah. yeah jack and michael with you in studio here on well 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 speaking with tony and sarah from uh pacific x and px fano um an episode you hosted with miss catalina centered on inspiring others through food yes um we were fortunate to speak uh with our queer multicultural communities about their connection to food um and and the culture, I, I guess, with that spoon. Mm. Um, talk us through a little bit, I guess, of that experience. Um, how important it was, I guess, as well for Miss Catalina, given mm. their involvement with with Bent Spoon, certainly. Uh, well, I was speaking like that was my mm. episode. Mm. <laughs> so I was happy. Yeah. I mean, for me, I was actually really, uh, I followed that whole, uh, even from the beginning, from filming with Miss Catalina, and I think I I pushed Catalina to become the host. I was like, go for a sis, you should be on TV because she'd done a lot of things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And for me, like trans women of color, we need them out in front. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like, I'm I'm just a gay male. Like I want to push my privilege as much as I can. (laughs) Um, But it's been such a journey. And I, I was at I was able to go to some of the filming and watching just people come along and tell their story through food and their faces light up like oh my god you sort of felt like you had a, a part of that but not only that it's you're, rep- you're telling your story through food through connection um, and there's some vulnerability in that as well and being able to go a little bit deeper we were very grateful to have some Pacific Island voices in that show mm-hmm. as well which was really important but Miss Miss Catalina she, yeah she's one of our founding mm. she's the reason why Pacific X is around so yeah. we're really grateful for that. Yeah, big shout out to Miss Catalina. <laughs> shout out um, I, I know it sits within my portfolio at work, but the you know the, the Bent Spoon is a, a really wonderful, mm. wonderful um, piece of entertainment information. Mm. And there's for two seasons out already that you can uh, go yes, and, and watch. The third and is the third in, one's coming. And the third one is coming. <laughs> okay. So there will award be a third winning, season. Award, award winning. winning. Award, award winning. winning. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And Latoya's story, particularly in her episode, was mm. just um, fantastic about having to not a fantastic story, but being able to listen to the the intricacies around particularly a trans woman's experience mm, in um, going from a, a relatively safe environment to then having mm. to, to not live her true authentic self and then to be yeah. able to explore that again. In future. It was just, yeah, it was a really touching story. I lo- loved um, loved that episode. Um, you also had on um, the LGBT, the relatively new LGBTIQA plus commissioner Todd Fernando on, on the program, I think on la- last week's, this week's episode. Um, yeah, it was the Sunday was, that just It was just the Sunday, just gone, yeah. Shout um, out to Todd. Yeah, shout Todd. out to Todd, um, <laughs> who is um, Rudgery Mob. Um, mm. I just wanted to ask around kind of the, whether there's a strong tangible connection between the experiences, shared experiences of, you know, Australian First Nations folk and Pacifica communities and whether there's, you know, um, either sexual health or mental health um, issues or concerns that kind of percolate amongst both communities? 
I'll well, open that up to either of you. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I think some of our earlier members were sort of, we've got a lot of mixed cultures and some of them are sort of First Nations as well as Pacific Islands. So right now we've got the heart of Pacific, uh, Pacific X. It's a, it's, it's a role within our community and uh, that's by Cora and she's First Nations and also uh, uh, Maori um, from Aotearoa. Um, and so I think for that identity-wise, there's a lot of sort of shared, um, yeah, shared identities uh, being South Sea Islands as well. Uh, also being counted as a Pacific Island. Um, but in terms of day to day, I can never, ever, ever compare um, a, a migrant story of myself to any First Nations uh, type of story. And that's really out of uh, my own sort of, um, yeah, uh, what do you call it, education around, uh, around that. And I think a lot of communities need to learn a little bit more around the actual barriers in place. And it's not something that I could ever compare myself to. Yeah. Um, and you were mentioning the obviously have roles within kind of Pacific yeah. X. And you, you have a formal secretary and your presidents yeah. and all that sort of thing. And you have this role that is the heart that is is yeah. a formal role. Can you tell us a little bit about what that role is and why that why that's so special? Um, yeah. So the heart, which is um, under Cora, um, it's it's just to you know draw out from our communities, from our Pacifica communities and just um, encourage them to know that um, there's a heartbeat in Pacific X and it's beating now, you know. So it's, it, it, was a slow, it was a slow movement at the start, but now just looking at where it's all coming from, um, we, do, we did believe that it needed the heart in there because we needed someone young also mm -hmm. who's got the the energy the vi um the vibrance um but also to know that there's a lot of us that will carry them through it so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's basically like a, a, a human resources type of role, mm. but it's like yeah. touching and touching base with everyone. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you, do you feel safe? Is there things in here that Pacific X can do better? It's keeping us in check, the committee in check, but also, yeah, just to be able to say, hey, look, there's someone's birthday coming up. Don't don't forget it. Or this is someone's <laughs> actual uh, pronoun. Don't don't mispronounce. Mm. Yeah, wow. So it's this type of thing to make sure that everyone feels safe. Um, and again, the, she's the beating heart of Pacific X. Yeah. For that's the most important role yeah it's incredible um i wanted to ask around obviously pacific x has probably been quite focused on the on the podcast for the mm. last um how long has it been in development about 12 12 months yeah just over yeah. a year yeah yeah, yeah. Over a year. what's mm. kind of on the on the horizon for now or into the future or you know what are some of the events and activities that pacific x and, and the podcast are going to be doing to kind of support community well, I mean, we're excited. Or you're just having, <laughs> having a rest. <laughs> we're just having a rest. No. There's, so, there's so many things. And we, when you mention, like, well, what are we doing? But um, we've actually, we, like, we, 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 we're so grateful like, to the to the state government. They've given us um, sort of developmental funds around capacity building. Yeah, and that's one thing we've always needed just as a community. Like, how can we teach our community to plan proper things, write grants, write things to mm. develop. And um, upcoming, we're setting up our three-year strategy and getting that. That's We've been talking about this for such a long time. <laughs> But having that ready and saying, look, we're serious. We want to move forward. These are the things. But that's going to come through a lot of consultation and really just chatting. Like me and Sarah can sit there and say, this is what we need. But we need real feedback. So we're looking forward to that. Mm. Um, other fun things. Uh, um, I know there's the um, – oh, I forgot the name of it. It's the – 
So one that we did the leadership program through. Oh um, yeah, equality. Pro- yeah, the yeah the equality project. But um, it was it's, they've got a conference coming up next better year, together. and they've better actually together. yeah yes yep. that's it better together. <laughs> um, and they've actually asked us to bring a panel or come up and actually showcase what Pacific X is. Um, so yeah, right. so we've. That's something that we're all sort of planning towards. and yeah. Mama Latoya, who was in that episode, yeah. she's mm-hmm. planning a Fafafine pageant, which we're really excited yeah, for. Right. We've had one, we've got one who's a title holder, I'm Sevainele, who was also on the Pen Spoon. Uh, but she's been holding her t- crown for like nearly three <laughs> years. And we're like, sis, you, you need to give up your Time crown. Time to give it up. Yeah. <laughs> give it up. Like, you're like the longest Good luck. <laughs> Um, but for those uh, who are unaware, like it's sort of our trans women um, mm. in the Samoan community, and we'll be running a pageant. She's getting that together now, so we're excited. It's just a fun Great. night, and hopefully, we'll make a lot of money. So we'll see how we go. <laughs> Fantastic! <laughs> yeah, that sounds incredible. Um, now, at Thorn Harbour Health, and specifically within my project in the work that I do with you know multicultural communities, um, we're running a, a survey for queer yes. folks that are born overseas. So that includes obviously our Pacifica communities that yeah. are now living in Australia. And um, and you guys have been fantastic in being able to share our survey mm-hmm. around. Um, so that's going to be open to all people that you know were born overseas, now living in Australia, have a queer identity to kind of better understand what's thinking about when you first moved here, what would yeah. be important in terms of your sexual health, accessing Medicare or insurance or your mental health. Um, thinking about our Pacifica communities, what are some of your kind of wish lists for, you know, better improving our mental health and <clears throat> general health and well-being, I guess? Well, I know like with the government grants and that the application process can be really complex. Um, and so we definitely want to be able to create that platform where we can also train them and guide them um, to to tap into ways um, that the government can also fund and assist them with whatever projects and that, that they've got in mind and that they want to press um, to pr- um, oh I forgot the word prioritize <laughs> yes yes <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that's. Um, for me, I mean, I did the survey and it was really great. Like, I was, I, I'm grateful for the platform to be able to have a place to put, you know, thoughts. Um, I think for me, it was really around language and just uh, there is, which is great to have in terms of we've got the Western LGBTQIA plus uh, language and set of language skills, but mm-hmm. um, us, we're so diverse. We've got such a whole different range of language, which is okay too. Mm. Um, a lot of our younger community, they, you, we, you, you code switch and be like, okay, well, I'm a queer person now. I'm, 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 I have to operate in this uh, Western world, yep. and I've got to use these terms and what they, what I get to choose from. Um, so for me, I guess uh, some of the language could be a bit better, mm-hmm. um, just around a lot of the services mm-hmm. um, and having, I guess. Um, uh, health practitioners who sort of understand a little bit around that as well, which would be really great. Like, I know there's a lot of amazing work already been done around um, education for a lot of doctors and health, practi- health practitioners, but uh, Pacific Island voices in that process mm. is always missing as well. Around and cultural safety yeah, and cultural, cultural sensitivity, safe. yeah. Absolutely, and a lot of other multicultural communities, mm. but I mean, that's definitely something we're missing in. Yeah. Um, and so when I, when one of my friends, I mean, for me, I've got a lot of privilege. I can approach and say, look, this is my problem, this is what I've got, but some of our non-binary and our gender diverse uh, might not have that same luxury that, that I might have. So yeah, yeah. Um, I speak up as much as I can for them. Mm. Mm. Which speaks to that conversation around what, um, what Latoya's experience yes. was mm. of, around moving from a, a space of cultural 
cultural safety to a space where you maybe don't feel safe to express yeah. either your sexuality, your gender identity, or even you know conveying that to a health practitioner can be, yeah. can be quite 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 scary sometimes. Yeah. 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 So if you don't have that that agency yourself, so yeah, that's fantastic to hear. That it would be great to have a little bit more cultural safety training for health practitioners. Would yeah. Be well, amazing. For, well, I'm gonna add in something. Like <laughs> yeah, one of the big it. things for our community, and I'm probably gonna get so much trouble for this, but um, our the, so the hidden community is like mm. so the undercover community, mm. which is yeah. really big in the Pacific Islands, yeah. like um, which is I don't know if it comes under the plus area or <laughs> it's like I am I identify with the community, but I can't mm-hmm. because of whatever mm. reason. Yeah. Um, and that community for us is the ones that are not engaging. They're the ones that are missing out on health. They're missing out on mm. yeah. health knowledge because they're like I can't be gay I, you know I can't be no way I'm going to hell but yeah. it's like how, uh, our, our, our challenge is how do we engage them because they're the ones going back and spreading STDs yeah. <laughs> like STIs yeah so if, you, if you're not if you're not in yeah. in culture in you know the scene as we as we Absolutely. like to colloquially call it you don't get exposed to all that messaging that no. happens around you know education around HIV and STIs or just around community and culture and identity and Being all those yeah. all those rich things yeah. that you miss out on yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and now, lastly, before we before we let you folks go, thank mm. you so much for joining us. Um, <laughs> where can people find out more about Pacific X and and the podcast and the the radio program? Um, so our podcast is on Spotify mm-hmm. and Apple Music, um, and on our website um, pacificx.com. Yep. So p a c i f i q u e x dot com. Yep. And also on the three CR website, um, we've got. PX Farno, um, we've got the link there too where you can actually click in and listen to episodes you may have missed um, or even get direct direct link to the website. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. And if you head to our podcast page, which is <laughs> joy.org.au forward slash well, 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 mm. we'll have a link to the podcast, to Pacific X, uh, the website, and um, and you guys are on socials as well, yeah. Instagram yes. and, and Facebook. Yep. Absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, on IG Pacific X as well as on Facebook. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much to both of you for joining us today to to chat about this. I can't wait to see what happens for Pacific X and um, and you guys in the future. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank everyone. you so much. You're getting well, well, well with the team from Thorn Harbour Health. And that is it for the show this week on Well, Well, Well. Thanks again to Pacific X and PX Fano. Yes, yeah. So it's um, it's it's always fun to collab with um, different communities, mm. do it, doing really cool work in in producing stuff for and by their communities, um, and just understanding the, the the full complexities of what it's like to be a queer Pacific. Pacifica person, mm. um, particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but that is it for this week. If you have any suggestions on questions or topic for us to um, dig into on the show, email us well or well at joy.org.au. And if you want to find uh, these podcasts, uh, any of the other podcasts or any more details on what we've spoken about, uh, you can head to the website joy.org.au slash well or well. Thank you for joining me on the show this week, Michael. It's been a delight. <laughs> and we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening to Well, 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 your show for LGBTIQ health and well-being. Presented by Joy sponsor, Thorn Harbour Health. For more on these topics and much more, check out Thorn Harbour on social media at Thorn Harbour or via the website, thornharbour.org. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.